What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You know, right. they didn't hustle for no reason. You right. know, a lot of they hustling because they got to to provide for their family. And I feel like trucking has, you got the same hustle mentality because you, you're a business owner in the street. You know mm. what I'm saying? You you got employees. You got to create a system. Everybody got their spots and locations. Everybody got their protocol. Everybody got a certain time. They got clock in, clock out. Money got to be exchanged. Mm. You bring that to trucking, you killing it. Do not lie to your insurance agent. Mm. Tell the truth. Mm. It's just like your attorney. <laughs> you, <laughs> I can't save you unless right. I know what's going on. Turn my mic up. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. Hustle fam, hustle fam, hustle fam. We are back with another dope episode. Today, today we are going to talk about insurance. Now, we talked about uh, truck insurance uh, a couple episodes ago, and that was a dope show. Shout out to my man, Renato. Um, you talk about getting coverage and all that good stuff on the truck, but today we're going to talk about something that's a little bit more near and dear to your heart's personal insurance, right? For you, for your person, for your body, everybody needs to be insured life insurance. So I got my girl with me, Tanisha Reed, right? From the long haul life, right? Right. Tanisha, what's up? Say what up to the hustle what's fan. Up? Hey family. I love the trucking family. What's going on? My name is Tisha Reed, the legacy builder and the owner of Long Core Life. No doubt, no doubt. So she is the legacy builder. I love that name. That's dope. Who came up with the name, the legacy builder? Was that all you? Yeah, I did. You know, I got to, I, look, I, I'm living to help build legacies in our community. So I, I, I was surprised that it wasn't taken yet. You know, so I, it was, <laughs> like it was ordained by God. It was, that's me. No doubt. It was meant for you. And why are you the legacy builder? Tell me how the legacy builder applies to insurance, because that's what you do. Right. So what my main focus is, well, see, I'm going after owners mm. in the trucking industry. So if you have your own uh, fleet, if you're on an operator, if you own your own dispatch company, anything of ownership inside the trucking industry, I'm aiming at. And my focus is building retirement plans as well as business succession plans. So what happens to your business if something happens to you? And I break it all the way down. And why so trucking? Why, why, why the trucking industry? Because I was like, man, it's so much money. True, true, true. That's part of it. I was like, I want a piece of it. And I was like, why well, learn a whole new industry? Why don't I just serve them? And when I got into it, I found out that this is, I'm actually the only person that I know of all the research I've done that's doing this. Um, what I'm doing is what, what uh, some folks do for the corporate corporate side of things and I haven't seen it done in the trucking industry so I wanted a piece of it plus um I believe that well I know that when it comes to no matter what happens to the economy there's always trucks on the ground and when I got into insurance in the first place I was it was talking about financial literacy and I was like yo my people need this information so I was like well in the trucking industry my people are there thriving 
and you don't have to have a whole edu- whole lot of education. You know what I'm saying? You don't have, you can have a felony or made a mistake and decide you want to change your life and still come out winning. So I was like, well, I got to go to my people, people who have invested in themselves already and tell them how to capitalize on their investments. Got you. So let's talk a little bit about your background. How did you get into um, insurance? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? You know, let's talk about your backstory. So I'm from PG County, Maryland. Okay, <laughs> and PG. That, you know, I'm from Maryland because you can say Maryland. Maryland, PG <laughs> County, Maryland. PG, Maryland. <laughs> um, I was living in Atlanta and I could, I can say I've done anything you can think of. I was a personal trainer at one point. Um, I was a realtor. I didn't make no money in real estate personally, but that's just what my calling. <laughs> but I, was, I always had this initiative that I wanted to save my people. Like, well, I got to teach them about, you know, home ownership and get them out there. And when people don't have a mindset to do that, now you got to dig deep. So what I learned was I got to go higher and then it will trickle down. You mm. can't start at the ground when people don't are, are, are don't have the mindset or don't really have a want or desire for it and try to switch it. You got to see what they're idolizing and start there and then trickle it down. Mm. So get into that a little bit. You said you had to go higher and then trickle down. Explain that a little yeah. bit more for me. Because when you're trying to when you're trying to start at the base, like I'm trying to go to the hood, I was trying to go after it. strippers. I was like, look, I got I can go ahead and help. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say strippers. Strippers succession are, are plans. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying the strippers are the bottom. No, they not. What I'm saying is is that I'm trying to go to the hood. And okay. I'm like, yo, they the hood needs life insurance. Like, what? Right. We I gotta if I educate them because mamas are going to doing they fish fries and GoFundMe's and bury their sons. And it ain't they fault that they, you know, their sons made mistakes and now they paying for it, gotta raise their kids. Da, da, da. So I'm like, That's I wanna fact. go save the people. So right. I wanna go to the to the hood and, and you know, <laughs> you know, get 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 dirty and rocky and educate them. Cause if we start with them, you know, it expand because they okay. got money. Right. Right. You know, right. they ain't hustling for no reason. You know, right. a lot of, they hustle because they got to to provide for their family. And I feel like trucking has you got the same hustle mentality because you, you're a business owner in the street. You mm. know what I'm saying? You you got employees. You got to create a system. Everybody got their spots and locations. Everybody got their protocol. Everybody got a certain time. They got clock in, clock out. Money got to mm. be exchanged. Mm. You bring that to trucking, you killing it. So right, like, right. Well, now they, they can do the same thing. But legally, why don't I go? To, I got to go to trucking. So trucking is like me. trucking is like the new wire is basically what you say. Hell saying. yeah! <laughs> well, <look at> <laughs> all right, all right. So, right. so, so, how did you get into the ins- So, so you you went to you when you go to school? You went to college, right? You went to college? <clears throat> I went to the Howard University. I, I had to point it out, Howard University, HBCU. That's what's up. And 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 our new uh, VP. You know, they they thought we was bougie before. Okay. They thought we was bougie before, but now. Howard got a whole new, got a whole new, new chest. It's the right, mecca. right, right. Call it the mecca for no reason. Okay. No doubt, yeah. no doubt. I how, went to full cell too, but my masters. Okay, dope. Okay, dope. Yeah. So, so, so after school, what'd you do? I was an intern at this think tank. Um, I love that job. Um, they, I was. They wouldn't give me the job because I didn't know animation, which is a whole backstory because I was supposed to learn animation my senior year. It was some contract issues that we got duped on because they took our teacher away. 
All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. It's so funny. I met a guy, the guy who taught us mm-hmm. on a dating app like oh, this past week. <laughs> he came on there <laughs> from a dating app. And I told you, you messed up my job opportunity, but I wouldn't be here <laughs> if that wasn't the case. But I ended up training the guy who replaced me, like I told him how to do his job, but because I couldn't do animation. Mm. So I did that, moved to Atlanta. Um, like I said, I was a personal trainer. Um, I was a photographer. I was going to different clubs, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought I was going to be in the film industry. And I think I would have been, I would have been happier a little earlier, but then I felt like I was called to more. So I was like, you know, I got a hundred and some thousand dollars in debt for no reason, but it, you know, Hey man, you're not, you're not the only, you're not the only one, you know what I mean? At least you right. could, you could fit, have some security in that. There's plenty of people that got that debt. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that is serious. No joke. I, I'm trying to put it off. As one. I just, I told myself, I'm going to just write a check one day and I'm going to say, leave me alone. Right. I'm holding off as long as I can. So your actual degree was in what? Film and my um, master's in entertainment business. Okay. Film, master's entertainment. All right, cool. So how do we go from film, master's in entertainment? You, you get this, this opportunity. It doesn't work out. How do we get into insurance? Um, well, I, I knew it was an entrepreneur at heart. So I tried to, I was like, well, I'm going to do my own. I tried to get into marketing. Marketing was just as hard to get into as film. And, um, I was like, well, I'm going to keep going. I'm, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I got to do my own marketing anyway. So keep pushing. So I went to this event and I got a text message. I don't even know how I signed up for it, but it said that it was free wine and food. <laughs> <laughs> so- Oh my God. So I was like, yeah. this is my kind if of you, party. If you ever want somebody to come to your event, just make sure you put this free wine and food. So at least Tanisha show, show up for sure. I'll show up. I'm showing up. <laughs> Look, that's my little name is free. I'm cheap as I don't know what. <laughs> so um, it's funny because I went to the event and it was, they was talking about IULs basically. And the mm-hmm. crazy part is I almost paid this guy a few months before to create one for me. But something told me not to. So okay. I was like, hold on, wait. I was going to pay somebody to do this and not to learn it. Right. So then what's the IUL? Do you break what's that in, acronym? Index Universal Life. Okay. Index life Universal Life. Okay. Yeah. So, so, they, I, so, I, so I what were they doing? They, they they were doing what at they were they were trying they were they were teaching how you can convert it to your retirement plan using the IUL. So but their whole premise of their business is financial literacy. Okay. So I was like, oh yeah, my people need this information. Like I need to, I got to share this with everybody, you know, you know, take from them and, you know, share with my people. And because right. when I walked in the room, it was, um, Indians, Asians and Africans. I was like, oh, we gotta be some money here. Cause they don't show up unless <laughs> some money in the room. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I was like one of two black people in the room. So I was like, oh, I got to bring this back. So I ended up leaving them shortly after because I felt like they was holding me back from being great. But <laughs> but um, that's how I got in okay. to the into insurance. Yeah. Okay. So what was next? After that, what were the next steps? The next steps after getting to insurance, I'm not going to lie, I went to a few different companies. 
Because mm-hmm. um, I went from, I felt like I wasn't being trained. I feel like they were telling me just enough to make them great. Like, oh yeah, you recruit and bring in people and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm bringing in people, but yeah, tell me how to get to the money. Because I got my life insurance license in 10 days. Because I'm like, oh, or just tell me what I got to do. And I, I just go ahead and hit it. Okay. So then I left there and went to a different company that they were known for training they were very well known around the country like oh you work for them and i'm like oh but then they told me i couldn't brand myself and okay. i'm like i told you when i walked in the door i was looking for a product because i know how insurance worked I, I got a little cocky when going in places like look i'm looking for a product i'm not looking to work for you i'm not looking to go through your system this is what i'm looking for i'm trying to bring some information to my people and the last company that company i had went to it was hard to get people qualified that were my people because if you had a felony that's an automatic no then you had to bring in a certain amount of money or have a certain amount of money for you to qualify for their products well they're not going to say that but you 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 they, they, their base was was higher than some other company so now i was like okay i gotta be an independent broker where i can shop around for people okay. and now i have options where i can cover as many people as possible so i started shopping out companies and now i'm going through the market because really they're marketing companies and not insurance companies. And then they are the ones that get you to contract with other companies. So I'm through one now, but uh we don't really speak. I just I just need my I really don't talk to them, you know. Because I'm not going through their system. They have a system in place. And I'm like, I'm not going, I feel like I'm called the greatest. So I'm creating my system, um, which you know, I'm just letting God lead me as I go. There we go. So long, long haul life. You, you, um, your niche is specifically life insurance, right? Yes. Life insurance, but retirement planning and business succession planning. Retirement planning and business succession planning. Okay. Can you just explain what all that is for people who, who don't know? Um, we, we probably know what life insurance is, but just give us a little snapshot summary of what all those things are together. Okay. So first what, what separates me is when I talk to my people, I start with their why. I first need to understand why did you get into the trucking industry in the first place? What was the purpose behind it? Because I didn't know if it was a background situation. Like, oh, I had a pass and now I was looking for another way to make some quick money. What is it? Or I'm looking to build for my family. You know, I, I heard that I can make a whole lot of money. So I, I see this type of lifestyle for my family. Like, what is your motivation behind what you're doing? And let's create the lifestyle around it. Because when you get something... When you become an entrepreneur, the whole goal is to get your time back. It's not to be self-employed. And I like to teach people like, look, let's set up our business to be able to sell one day. You know, let's not just think of the day to day. Let's put ourselves in a position that we can step away one day and let's enjoy the lifestyle that we want to live. So when I do my retirement planning, I'm partnering with um, a couple of attorneys. Now. I mean, I turn, yeah, I do have an attorney, but a couple of accountants now that we, we can run the numbers and say, okay, what is it that your business is producing? How do we take what you're paying yourself? Because first of all, are you even paying yourself? A lot of people aren't. First, what are you paying yourself? And then what percentage of what you're paying yourself are you going to put towards your future? Because as an entrepreneur, you don't have a set in stone retirement plan unless you plan for it. And when is it that you actually want to retire? Because do you want to wait to 65 to retire? Or do you want to, you know, do this a little earlier so you can enjoy life? Because time is not necessarily on our side. So how do we get our time back? How do we be able to spend more time with our family and enjoy life and enjoy the business that we built? And then with business succession planning, that is, again, what happens to your business, something happens to you. So say that you have a business partner. So say me and you are partners. I like to do it with three. So, and we got another partner, right? Okay. 
And what happens to my interest if I die? Like, you just take over the business, right? But what does my family get? How right. does my family get my portion? So, so what will happen is you either do it two ways. So there's buy-sell agreements that are put in place. Hopefully, some people have partnership agreements where those state um, what happens to the business, something happens to you. But buy-sell agreements puts it is just for that. What will happen to the business? Right. So you have an entity agreement, which the business owns the policies. So it'll have a policy on you, me, and the other partner. Or you would do a cross-purchase agreement where I have a policy on you and the other partner. You have a policy on me and the other partner, and, and the partner will have for part, um, policies on us, right? So what will happen is if I die, you guys will buy out my interest. Because okay. even though you want your, your your business to go to your heir, my kids might not know about trucking. You know what I'm saying? My spouse might not know about trucking. So now it becomes a hindrance to the business. Right. The other thing is, if it's starting out early, especially, you don't want to go into the, the capital of the business in order to pay me out. You know, operational costs, we need the business to keep running. You don't want to dive into it, pull it out so I can I can win. Right. So you need three different people to be on your team in order to make that happen. You need an attorney to actually write the buy-sell agreement. You need an accountant to actually evaluate the, the, the business. Because what is the business actually worth? You know, what are your assets that you have? What are your uh, profit and loss statements look like? And then you need a person like me, life insurance agents, to come in and fund it. So we come mm. and fund it so that you don't have to, because if you're starting off early, you don't have any cash, you know, something to dispose of early to get rid of me and my family. You know what I'm saying? But my family deserve what they were because I put my sweat tears into it. So they deserve what they're going to get, what they need to get. Right. But the business has to be evaluated and it needs to happen every three years, at least, depending on the, how fast your business is growing that you'll do that. The other thing is to say that you're a sole owner, right? You're a sole owner. You have a fleet of, of trucks and you have some key people to run that because you do multiple things. So you probably, you may have a manager that's in place that's key to your business. Well, you might need to get a policy on that person in order to make sure that business keeps running. Cause if something happens to that person, what happens to the business? Not what you're paying the person, but what is, cause you make a profit on each person that works for you. So what is the value that that person brings to your business? And what happens if something happens to them? How is it lost? Because you can just put a person in and replace them. But it's something special about them that you hired them for that they bring to the table. So how do you make that difference while you're looking for another them? So you get a policy on them, the business becomes a beneficiary and the business keeps running. Now your operational costs are not hindered in order to keep the, the, the ship going. So that's just a little snippet. Okay. 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 So <laughs> now, now I'm going to be honest with you. Insurance confuses the hell out of me. I mean, obviously yeah. I have insurances for my business and stuff, but a lot of times you just kind of put those things in place. You talk to whoever your provider is. They they tell you what they feel is the best plan for you. And you're like, yeah, okay. That sounds like it's pretty good. See, they, but, they highlight yeah. the point. They highlight the things that, you know, you need to know for the most part. Okay. What were right. you going to say? I operate kind of different. Okay. I, 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 I like to educate and then you kind of tell me where we go. Okay. Because I need you to understand how important it is. I need you to understand what exactly you have. So you should be able to tell me straight. Away. And most people don't know what kind of insurance they have, who it's through, how much it is. I think it's around about, uh, right. does it have any living benefits on it? Well, well, it may be, but well, I don't think so because they can never give you a straight answer because they're not educated enough in it. So I'm like, my meetings take a little longer than usual because I'm like, okay, no, did you understand? Right, no, did you? Right. Okay, let's read this line real quick. Okay, let's go back. Because I need you to be like, yeah, I need you to spit it out. Like, yeah, I, I 
I get a minimum of um of of twenty two percent on my interest on my um, IUL. Oh no, but my cap is ten percent. Oh mm. yeah, well this year we did da 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 da. I need you to be able to go back and say this is how it's working because if not, you're gonna be like you might just let it go. And I need you to think of this as one like your electric bill. It got to get paid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, I need this side to be the first thing to go. You know right. what I'm saying? I need you to realize that this can can, can um, support you, and then maybe you can even use some of the cash that's in it to keep the operations going. So, you know, I like to educate, and that, what, that's that's my strong suit. What, what I like that we're gonna get into some of that education. But what what part of uh what part does insurance play in like financial literacy? Like you you said earlier, you said you know you talk about financial literacy. How do, how do those two things kind of correlate? Um, so things like understanding inflation and something like that and understanding that you need to have at least 3% interest on your money, you know, understanding compounding interest, rule 72, those little spin bids, you pretty, pretty much the IUL is kind of being all those things in one and um, understanding generational wealth and understanding leaving something behind and and letting your kids understand when you have something there to start from instead of starting from the ground like most of us do in our community now we're, we we learn the value of money and and the value of um being a step ahead and the value of investing in ourselves got you so is, is it, it would you say that it's true that most i guess i'd say like wealth wealth is is driven or you know for for for, for through generations through via mm-hmm. insurance policies like 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 new wealth when when people inherit you know their parents die their grandparents die is is that mm-hmm. wealth being transferred via insurance in most cases absolutely absolutely and the more money you have the more problems you have because i have some people to be like well i got cash I, I, I don't need no insurance. We we got cash. But it's not about the cash. You're not supposed to use your cash for everything. Just like when people um, manipulate loans, like you leverage a loan. You can buy a house, one house, $125,000, in cash. But if you get a $150,000 loan and you can separate it and make a down payment on each one of these houses, now you got three houses or four houses. Now you're leveraging more. So insurance is kind of like that. Like, yeah, you can have a hundred thousand dollars to give to your kids, but yeah, if you use that money inside of a life insurance policy at compounded interest over the last 30 years, and now you got three or times more money, then they starting from a lot more than your little hundred thousand dollars in cash because really hundred thousand dollars ain't no money. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, so educate us. How do we get set up? What do you suggest? What should people be looking for in terms of um, you know, setting up their businesses? What, what's the minimum requirements that you would say? I mean, I know you say you like to kind of talk and you'd like to have the cust- that your client uh, educate you on what, what they need or what their why is, but what would you think are the basics that people, everybody needs to have? Um, I, you First, like I said, I, I have my accountant do an evaluation on what your business actually valued at. And then I would also say what a projection of what you're looking to or what assets you're looking to acquire in the next three years. Okay. And we'll go ahead and base it on that. And then that's how we do the split amongst the partners on what each business interest is, is um, amounted to. Okay. So, so what type of insurance would I be getting though? Like what are the, what are the, what are the, what's the so names of those insurance? Depending on your budget, like we can do term. Mm-hmm. I prefer not to do term, but you okay. can do term. And the only reason why I'm saying I, I, I prefer to do an IUL because both of them have living benefits on them, okay. but what does what that I mean? Write, 
What does that mean? That if, it, what, what it does is it has an accelerated death benefit if you get sick. So if you get a um, um, heart attack, stroke, cancer, ALS, major organ failure, and then they, they basically provide a list. They'll accelerate your death benefit. and But the percentage is based off of um, what your, um, your life expectancy is and what your age is of the time that you get that ailment. But what's more expensive than dying is getting sick. Like you just have no idea how much money is going to be poured out during that time. But the reason why I suggest an IUL is because um, in the case that, um, you know, I'm going to at least start to base at whatever the value of the business is. But if I do like an increasing death benefit, there's cash value that's growing throughout that time. And as the cash value is growing, you can dip into it. Now, I do recommend you wait 10, 15 years. But as long as there's cash in there, you can dip into it and use that for operation costs if need be. So um, you can you you you'll be borrowing against it, or can you just withdraw it? How does that work? You would borrow against it to keep the policy going. Um, now what now what what it does is it's like a loan, quote unquote. Um, but what you want to make sure is that the interest, the whatever the interest rate that is that year, is multiplied at least over the amount of interest that is going to be to cost you to withdraw the money out or take a loan. It's like hard. It, it almost seems like it's the same thing because you ne- you don't have to pay it back because okay. all they do is going to subtract it out of the death benefit. But the, the because there's compounding interest, the interest that's going to be on the money on the policy at the time needs to be higher than whatever the interest is with the money that you're withdrawing, whatever okay. that fee is. So maybe it's 3%. Say it's 3% to withdraw the money. Well, if your compounded interest at 4%, you're not really losing that 3% interest that you're borrowing the money out for. That's gotcha. Because it's 4%. So it's still, the, the policy is still building and compounding, even though you're borrowing the money out of it. Okay. So you said you prefer to do term, right? So what's the other no, option? No, no, IUL. IUL. Index Universal. Yeah, I prefer to do Index Universal Life because the other reason why is it's building cash value. So say your key person, say that they don't die, say they just leave the company, right? Well, you have a policy you've been paying in during the time that they've been there. So what you can do is just say, look, I'm going to cancel the policy and take the trust, surrender the policy and take the cash. So now you mm. just made some, made a profit off of them leaving. <laughs> now, 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 how much interest is that, that policy build over time? It depends on it. Um, it depends on what company I'm writing with. It depends on what the the budget, whatever the strategy is for that company. Um, is it for a key person? Is it to build um, the retirement plan, or is it to um, to cover the business succession plan? Depending on that, it would be what company I, I go with, and whatever your health is at the time. So we have at least at the minimum will be a floor of zero percent, which means if you're comparing it to the stock market, the stock market goes up. Real high, you got great wins, but you have a really hard losses, and they go into the negative. Well, the IUL is based on the S and P five hundred, but there's you don't get the full experience of it because you have the safety net of a zero percent floor and whatever cap is that your policy has. So one of them I write with is ten percent cap. Well, you might have a good year in the stock market and it goes in twenty five percent. You will only get ten percent cap you know, 10% on that policy. But if that policy went into negative 25, you were at 0%. So you didn't lose your investment. Now, some people you have to explain to correctly because it'll look like you're losing 
every once in a while I'll say, well, what happened? It looks like, you know, I lost some money. You didn't lose any money. The cost of insurance kept going up because that's what happens to insurance policies, but you never lost your investment. You just, your costs outweighed a little bit more than what you gained that year. So, Got you. Go ahead. so yeah, sometimes you have to explain because some people don't explain IUOs properly. That's why some, a lot of people don't believe in it. They're like it goes up and down. It don't work the way that you say it is. Oh, it's a win. There's definitely wins in it because especially if you have living benefits on it, like you have more, you can, the other thing you get a lawsuit, they, they tap into you for one K your, your life insurance policy, life insurance policy, they can sue you that money that's built in there. They can't touch. And that goes for divorces as well. You just need to make sure that you switch your beneficiary on that your, your spouse ain't it, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's protected. So it's a safe haven, but you have, you just don't get as great of a win as you do in the stock market, but there's a safety net that you don't lose. So you're able to calculate and predict what your retirement plan actually is going to be because there's that safety net. And we use a median of what over the last 20 years, how we calculate what your illustration is going to be when we, when we do your retirement plan. And then also it's pre-tax money. So you don't have to worry about it being taxed afterwards as well. And what the taxes are going to be in the future it's already pre-tax dollars. So once it, once it starts um, to um, distribute the money, it's all you, you, you're getting what we expect. Okay, cool. So when you, when you create these plans with your partners, is everybody's plan individual or is it like all three people into the business pay into one plan? How does that work? Um, either the business pays out each person's plan or we pay, each individual person's plan um, separately. So that's the reason why there's a couple different, those two different options with the entity um, agreement and the purchase, um, the cross purchase agreement, because say that we have maybe 10, 20 years difference in age. Well, your policy that I'm paying for, for you is way more expensive. So that's not beneficial to me because mine's is cheaper. If I'm 20 years younger than you, a lot cheaper for you. So that with that, you want to go with an entity agreement so that the business is paying out. Now, the only thing about that is our if our, the third person that we're with passes away, our business interest doesn't increase. Their interest is paid out by the company and it goes back to the company. So we'll still have our 33.3% if that's evenly divided. We'll stay that same way when we get our business um, interest paid back out to us. Okay. How much does insurance cost? Let's talk about some of the costs that, um, you know, because people obviously are like, yeah, we, this sounds good, but how much am I going to be paying for all this insurance, all this coverage, this succession so, plan? How much does it cost? Yeah. There is no real number, like, because it really depends on what your age is at the time. That's why it's so crucial to get it early. Like even on your kids, people think they're jinxing things, putting insurance on their kids. No, because you have no idea where you're going to be uninsurable. I have a friend that was 28 and had congestive heart failure. Like we think we're invincible until we're not. So that get it early. You know what I'm saying? Like, and because the earlier you get it, the cheaper it is. So say for instance, I did a $40 million policy on myself. I, you will with increasing death benefit. Um, It'll more than double in another 20 years or something for myself. Um, retirement age, I'll, I'll, it, it just keeps going. I, it looks like it'll probably be a million dollars by the time I hit retirement age. But for me, I paid out the whole year. For myself, it was about $1,800, a little over, a little less than $1,900 for the whole year for me. Okay. For a quarter million dollar policy. But I'm 
29. So it depends on what your health is. is right. do, are you what, what table rating are you at? And hopefully being in the trucking industry, you're a little healthy, especially if you're a driver, because I know that, you know, there's some stipulations on your health in order to be a driver. But that's why you got to get in early because you just don't know what's ailment. You know, some people may have MS. Some people may have some kind of diabetes. And those are t- diabetes is typically pretty easy to cover with no issue. But you don't know what other medications you are. Are you on, high, are you on three different high blood, med- blood medications? Are you like, are you more of a risk? And with COVID right now, if you're past the table four, which means your health is a little on the, the, the more detrimental side, they're not covering you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, we'll wait six months to see, you know, what the what the stipulations are in um in the country regarding insurance and see if things are switched. But anything between the tables four to six, they're like, we don't even know if we're gonna cover them. I had a client who's on immunosuppressant medication, and though she isn't taking it, she was prescribed in the last two years. And because of that, they were like, oh, well because it's going to lower her immune system, we can't take a chance on her, even though she's not even taking the medication. Mm. We, if it's in her. So the one thing I tried to do was like, let's see if we can actually do it. Cause I try my best not to write people who have to take um, medical exams. Um, I try to do policies that don't require that, but if there's anything that's questionable in your health or medication that you're taking, we'll go into taking doing a medical exam. And now if they don't find it in your system, then we they it's better chance that you can go ahead and get covered. So now we're waiting now to see. Okay, we know. Okay, it's not even. Let's hope to God it ain't in your system. Right, uh, and that's a big thing. Do not lie to your insurance agents. Mm. Tell the truth. Mm. It's just like your attorney. <laughs> you, <laughs> I can't save you unless right. I know what's going on because now I know how to move. Because if you get a decline, now it's just like credit. You get a decline. Now I got to look, look a little deeper and see why is it you got declined? Mm-hmm. Like I need to know why they didn't take a chance on you. So be honest with your insurance. Cause now I can move. I can go call the company and ask the right questions to be like, you know, I might lie about the age and be like, you know, hold on, wait, like what happens if, <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the case of, you know, right, 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 right. And I ask the roundabout questions to see, okay, how can we make this happen? Because I care about my clients. So it's like, I want you to get covered. I want to fight for you, but I got to know the whole truth. You know what I'm got saying? You. So, yeah. Got you. Once you're locked into a, a policy, um, let's say I'm, you know, 25 years old. You, I get an insurance policy with you, Tanisha. Um, so what, what what happens then? Does the policy like rates go up? Uh, d- does my my cost change? What happens over the years? Over the years, your your price stays the same, but your cost of insurance increases inside the policy. So that's why it depends on what strategy we're going with in order to make sure that um, it lasts. Because sometimes with IULs, it kind of looks like a term policy. At least that's how I describe it, because it goes up and then at some point it comes back down. Right. But it all depends on how you write it. You know what I'm saying? And what the strategy that's put in place to see how long it's going to last. But that typically happens. That go down is their guarantee. So that's that. 0% 0% floor or that 2% floor that they're like, okay, that's where the peak kind of goes down. We can guarantee that this is what's going to happen. But with um, when, when we actually run the illustrations, they'll do like a median um, rate and a, median, a, a, a little higher, like 6%. Well, that's pretty modest because as the, the um, industry goes up and down, the economy goes up and down. 
6% is about average that you're going to actually see, but they can't guarantee it, quote, unquote. But when you talk to the company, it's like, yeah, 6%, that's modest. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So if your rate is looked at, uh, if you look at that percentage um, for your um, IUL, you're pretty much guaranteed to get that throughout the year. So it should last. So I do my projections on, okay, how do we get this to stretch out so it lasts for the rest of your life? No gotcha. matter with the with the actual rate of the insurance increasing, but you're, what you're paying is the same. Okay. Are there any particular uh, circumstances where you wouldn't be able to get life insurance? The hardest thing, but see, this the hardest thing I've ever. The only thing I couldn't find was like a kid with autism, which breaks my heart. Because mm. any any kind of um, kids with any kind of um, any any um, ailment that they were born with, a lot of them can't can't be covered. Um, now I did have a type one diabetes who was diagnosed at 11. He's 50 some years old. I did find a policy for him, but it's like, you can't have any hospitalizations in the last like two years or anything like that. Um, The other thing are felons. Felons are hard to cover that are um, anywhere below 10 years. Now I have a workaround. Felony in the last 10 years? Yeah, okay. the last 10 years. Okay. Um, now, this is after probation. What they're okay. looking at is after probation, 10 years. But I have a workaround with covering them personally, which is what I'll do. Is I'll put an accidental policy on you, which is really inexpensive because you got to die by accident, yeah. even though it's a little higher of a chance being if you're a truck driver. And then what I'll do is I'll put a supplemental policy on them where it'll pay out if they get a heart attack, stroke, cancer, ALS. It'll pay out regardless if they die from it or not. So that's my okay. workaround, at least giving them some coverage, but they won't be able to get an index universal life policy um, unless it's under 10 years. Some of them, I, I can maybe find one that maybe five after. What's the, what's the logic behind that is, I mean, because it doesn't depend on what type of felony it is or it doesn't matter. Just no, a felony period. Just a felony period. They just, they just feel like you're a risk. And um yeah, that's the only thing that hurts. Like I was like, look, I let let at least let me know the work around beforehand because I'm, I I think they need to change that, especially if it's for some weed. Like right, <laughs> it's right, legalized right, sure. now. Like, come on, you can let us in. But some some companies you'll talk to them all, but some people there's some people that won't write you at all. Like I had a guaranteed product that means that you can only qualify for twenty five thousand dollars, and they were like, we don't want no parts at all, and I was like. Y'all little problems. It's a guarantee. How do, how do you not guarantee this? Right. Um, but if they, they will ask the question of gotcha. when gotcha. it pops up. As as a broker, how, how do you how do you find these different policies? Like what, what are you doing on your end, like your due diligence to find these different opportunities for, for, for people to get life insurance? Well, for me, so because I'm a broker, I, I'm I'm licensed with I get appointed with a bunch of different carriers. But I, I'm one of those people that I call in and I'll sit on hold until I get my answer because I like to I, I like to dig and I don't like writing anybody unless I know they're going to get approved. So some people take chances. So that's another thing. Don't go online trying to fill out some life insurance application online because you really don't know what they're looking for. You know what I'm saying? I like to compare it to food stamps. You know, <laughs> you're applying a food stamp. <laughs> I love I love you. I love the way you just compare these comparisons and these parallels. They're great. You know, we use food stamps, strippers, what else? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. Yeah, it's all right. When when you fly for food stamps, do you put down 
everything. <laughs> like you be like, you gotta leave well, a little something out conveniently. We only got two people. We got well, maybe we got an extra person in there. Or, nah, they ain't working even. Like <laughs> you, you know that you just you just you need to know what to share and what to give. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta. That's why you gotta communicate with an actual insurance agent because some people will be putting stuff down. What well, people just forget what they had before, like. When people, we go through the questions, it's important. We have to ask every single question because now times it's something that you forgot about. Like I did have a surgery ten years ago. You you was there. I wouldn't know that. Like, right. but you were put into the system. Oh, I've been good these years. Lying, and they're gonna go ahead and search it. Right. But we can. I can say, okay. Well, let me. Sh- if I go shop for you, there's some there's some companies that'll cover stuff that other companies won't. So let me go do that work. Let me go ask the right questions because you don't know. You right. won't know. And and nine times ten, if you go in there and you call and they give you a policy online, it's more than likely it's a guaranteed policy if they if they approve you online, which means it's higher because they they're not assessing it and they can't even see you. Got you, got you, got you. So when you're when you're, you know, what what should you be doing? If is there anything that a person could do before they contact you to kind of get an idea of what type of um insurance they want to look for, or should it just go directly to you and kind of like let you do that homework for them? Let me do the homework. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, don't, don't stress yourself out. Let me do the work. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy it. Um, I do have a little um, questionnaire on my um, website, though, where um, you can just basically fill out what exactly. Are you looking for a retirement plan? Or are you looking for some sexual? Just a little thing so I can kind of prepare my conversation or which way I'm going to steer it in. Right. Um, because I ask certain, a couple of extra questions on business and sexual plan that I don't ask for retirement planning and vice versa. But I'm also going to look at what kind of assets do you have? Do you have more? mortgage protection. Um, and even though I'm only focused on like return planning and um, business succession planning mainly um, and truckers, I will cover your household too. So mm. your kids, I'll come for the kids. Like, look, let's make sure we may need to do a college plan on a kid's policy, or maybe you don't want them to college, go to college. Maybe you want to get them started on their first business. Well, let's go ahead and build some cash value on them real quick. And they'll have this policy for the rest of their lives. Dope. It's not it's something with that. So I do a little, you know, I'm trying to do a little something. No, no, no. I mean that that's 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 really dope. So where where so you 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 offer these different type of insurances. Where do you see yourself going like from here? What do you what do you plan on building uh at, or adding to your to your book of business to, to grow your business? Mm, that's a good question. You know what's funny? I'm actually kind of scared. I'm kind of, I'm kind of scared. I mean, I'm letting God move, but like, I be getting a little snippets of where this can go, like bigger than what I think, because like, really, I want to hit. Talk about that. Like, like covering the whole, like, I want to cover the whole East Coast. Okay. Like, because like, we, it's not like I'm like automatically licensed everywhere. So right now, my business is licensed in Georgia and Maryland. Okay. Um, I think I'm about to purchase. Like all I do is just buy them. It just gets expensive because I I am I'm licensed personally in D.C., Maryland, um, North Carolina, and Georgia. But my business is 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 licensed in Georgia and Maryland, and then I got to pay for those licenses. And so I got to do double in every state so that because I'm trying to not have to pay for my student loans right now. So, I <laughs> <laughs> so 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 that that means that the business has to be originated in those states, correct? In order to not originate, but they I do they have to qualify my license there in those different states. So they'll just do a quick background check on me first, 
and see, okay, well, what happened when you wrote these few years or whatever? Did you have any issues? Did we have to go through any arbitration? Did we have to go through, you don't want anybody some money? And then they'll go ahead and say, okay, well, we'll grant the license for your business. Gotcha. There too. So if I'm in New Jersey and I want to, you and, and, and my business is in New Jersey, you mm-hmm. can still do insurance for me, correct? Yeah, we writing it in Maryland. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> got you, got you. Not a problem. You and, you and, you came to Maryland. Yeah, 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 for sure. You might need sure. to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that part out. We'll edit that part out. What is what what is the what is the toughest um the toughest thing that you've that you found about this this business? What 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 are, what are some of the 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 uh uh the hurdles, some of the challenges of the insurance business for you? business um hmm. one for well for me personally and i'm not gonna say this is the case for most people um but every every marketing company well the people that are bringing in these big companies that you know a thousand people work for or like it's one company in mind. I'm not going to say the name, but I hate what they're doing to our culture. They keep making our people believe that we should buy term, invest the difference, but half of them don't don't even, can't even tell you how to invest. We don't have a securities license. And then say to buy term, but don't tell you what happens when you outlive your policy and now you, uh, you uninsurable. And now you got to go ahead and get a $25,000 policy when you've been paying for a half a million dollar policy all these years. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about the well, one up on your family, but you outlived it. And now you only qualify for $25,000 because you're uninsurable. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in 30 years, 30, 35 years, you you have no idea what your health is going to be. And then they make it seem like when they recruiting all our people. See, the problem with us, these, these MLMs. Now, I'm not against MLMs. They cool. They serve a purpose. But we th- think that that's, that was it's like our, our, our opportunity for black people to thrive in business. Is an MLM, and you know, even though you recruit, this that you that's not business. that's not a real business because you're not taking on any of the costs, and that's how they promote it too. You don't have any of the costs, but you can have the lifestyle, and it's like, yeah, the five people up top, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and then the rest of us is taking scraps, barely getting paid anything. You damn near working a job, but that's just my two cents. What was the question? <laughs> It's a question of us. I don't even know what the question was. Oh, I, I, the question believe- was, what was my problem? What was, what was the struggle in the life insurance challenges. industry? And then yeah. the challenges, yeah. yeah. And for me, these all those type of companies have their systems already in place, right? So what I wanted to do was business succession planning, and nobody can teach me it. Like, I had to go dig for this research because it's some good old boys that's doing it for corporations. So average companies aren't doing it. So I was like, I want to, I just want, because all my mission I wrote on my wall a couple of years ago was I want to build more homeowner, black homeowners and black business owners. So this is my part in doing it. And to build more black business owners, I need to teach you how to protect your business mm. and how to make sure if you decide that you're going to actually dispose of it, how to properly do it. We, I went to a seminar, the Leading Ladies of Logistics um, event, and I met two ladies who were, um, they owned um, daycare centers. And I was like, oh, snap, what's up? Okay, y'all don't own your own businesses already. I transitioned in the truck. He said, yeah, we got tired. We done. I said, yeah, so what you do with the business? Oh, we just closed it down. You did what? Hold hmm. on, you been doing this how many years? You been doing this how many years? You had guaranteed clientele and you didn't sell the business? You just you just dissolved of it. You just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. I said, you could have been sitting cushiony right now, but you decided to just get rid of it because you was tired. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, we just don't have a mentality, okay, how do we capitalize on stuff we've been building on and to make sure we good for the next generation? Like, right. we just, like, right now, I'm tired, I don't feel like it, and I'm good. Let me move on to the next thing. But now you start with no money. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Other folks would have sold that, been cushiony, and now I'm in a place where I can set up this business that I don't have to work it. I have the money already to pay people to do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's changed the mentality. So, you know, it was my piece. But yeah, I, I just, I just, I, it was teaching myself. I had to teach myself what I wanted to do because there was nobody around me who does it. So I got to, I'm calling the companies directly who I got to write with, like, how do, how do we make this happen? How do I get this? And how can I supply this, this service for my people? Gotcha. And, and that was the hardest thing was finding mentors and, Yep, still haven't found that. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it challenging to call those companies directly? I mean, how did how how do you find they receive you? You know, as a as an independent broker, are they open to 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 new business like that, or are they just kind of like standoffish? Like, what's what's the vibe? I mean, first you gotta get through to them. That's the hard part. Like, because this is advanced markets, so this is not this. Everybody ain't doing it. You know, average life insurance agent that you're talking to, yeah, once I tell you exactly how I'm covering it, they, they might be able to write it, but are they going to be able to ask the right questions? And and how do they calculate how to do it? You know what I mean? Like, I got to create this stuff. And when I'm calling them, the, the ones that are for the regular market, they can ask certain questions, but they I ask one one question wrong. They're like, oh, wait, that's not my, that's not my specialty. We're going to send you to, and I get a voicemail. Right. Or they or I, I gotta send an email and they email me back and I'm gonna talk I'm a you see I'm a talker. I, right. I don't I don't text me. Don't <laughs> don't, don't, don't send me no email, call me. I, I right. can I can feel you through there because I might have another question and I gotta wait three, four, five more days to, to get a response back. I can't yeah. stand that. Really. But you know. I guess it's it's I'm all a part it. it's all a part of the game. Somebody's gotta do right. the dirty work. Somebody right? somebody gotta do that, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, 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 and when why, I and why, why not be me? When I when I educating and I give business owners to be like, man, I didn't even think about that. Let me go rerun these numbers. Let me let me go see what this value that. Let me go. I I didn't even think about that. That part, yes, man. Who I'm like, I educated a little some some. They they right. want to go level up because of me. Right, that fires that you makes, up. That that fires me up. Like I gotta go. We gonna find out some more information. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let me. And the next thing I want to do is figure out how to um how to to get the companies to pay for people's insurance. You know what I mean? If if that's something that's desired, you know, people let me know if that's something that's desired, so I can because it's being done. The good old boys doing it for corporations, mm. but how can we bring that to trucking where the company is able? And how is get, it benefiting the company? You say get wh- which companies to pay for the insurance? The company that business owners I'm looking for in the trucking industry. No, but you said to get them to pay. F- oh, you said to get them to pay for their insurance, life insurance for their clients, where they're gotcha. getting a. Well, not their clients for their um employees. Okay. You know, corporate insurance. Corporate insurance. Okay, got you. So for the other, so for example, trucking company pay for insurance for their drivers. Yeah. As opposed to their drivers having to get their own insurance policy. Right. Now, maybe okay. it's a, they, even if it's like a percentage of it yeah. or something. But yeah. But just an idea. Maybe it's something that you want. Maybe not. Because I know that what's what's the problem right now is retention. Right. And how do we make it more attractive to keep our drivers on? Well, maybe you're dealing with some doing a consultation where you could say, lay, look. Now, my consultations are free anyway. But you say, look, we're going to set up a consultation for you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, right. So we can get your retirement plan in place because we care. 
Right. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? No and, doubt. That, that's yeah. definitely an incentive. You're right. There are, you know, you do have to kind of like add certain things onto the package to make it attractive because there's not a lot of drivers out there. It's very difficult to yeah. find uh, drivers. And then it's really difficult to find good drivers, you know, for right. sure. So, um, but, yeah. but that's why you got to just start to have them watch my, cause it's really, like I said, it's, I'm playing C's on my, so I don't even send people, I don't give people business cards. I send them straight to my Instagram page. So I just mm. want to keep dropping bombs, dropping gems, dropping knowledge. So you can be like, dag, I didn't think about that. Dag, I need to reassess that. Dag, like maybe I could leave something for my kids because it's one thing for you working day to day and you can give them an the all right lifestyle. But if you can leave them more when you're gone, right? Like, and really set them up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, my dad told me, you know, y'all grown, so y'all should be good. You know, I need enough to bury me. And I'm like, all right, that's why I'm going to have to get a policy on you. So, ain't going to leave me with some scraps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No, you I could definitely saying? dig it. Cause it yeah, because I'm about to take care of you. You know what I'm saying, eventually? So, let me, let's go ahead and do this joint up real quick. So, because I'm saying, because like, it doesn't matter how old your kids are. It ain't nothing like a, another another leg up. I can be 50 and I can still use another, you know, $100,000, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I want to open up a, you know, buy. One of my dreams is buying a storage facility. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's, that's actually I, a great, I, great business. Oh, it's it's a chick that's in Atlanta that's beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, that's, but, that's a great business. That's, huge, huge, huge profit margins in, in storage. A lot of people don't talk so about it, but it's very, very, yeah. very good business. Uh, that's supposed to be my birthday gift to myself, but I don't know. God, my God, might say wait, and I he's been saying that a lot lately. Just be still. Just, yeah, I don't really yeah. like that, but you know, I'll be. I'll speak, be speak, speak it into existence. You know what I mean. I Take your time. What's meant, what's meant for you will be for you. You ain't got to worry about it. So let the people know where they connect with you for more to learn more about life insurance, long more about the long haul life, yeah. and then you got to finish out with your final thought for the hustle fan. Start with mm. where they can connect with you. All right, yo, 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 fam. Don't play. <laughs> Look, I gotta make insurance sexy. You know what I, I mean? I gotta it. put I love a little it. flavor into it For because sure. it For ain't, sure. you know what I mean? But yeah. you can connect with me on my Instagram page. It is the Legacy Builder. Also follow Truckers Insured for Life. The number four on the website is www.truckersinsured the number four life. Um email me. I, I, I hate email, but info at Truckers Insured for Life. <laughs> Call me. Right. 678-813-3388. I've been picking up every, you know what's funny? Okay, <laughs> I know this is a little sidetrack, but you know, have you ever worked at a job or, or they're like cold calls or something? Uh-huh. And you kind of like hope that people don't pick up? <laughs> like, <laughs> you be like... You like you hope they do. so you just get through your day without having to do you no get work. Through your day, like, I made the calls, they ain't big right. up. And, and that's even as an entrepreneur, like you do something that you like, all right, because you kind of I buy some leads, but you gotta sell them before they right. hang up on you. And you like, I kind of just hope you don't pick up the phone. But now I've been picking up the phone every single like press, like what you <laughs> hey, what you want? <laughs> like, oh, you, you need me? Hold on, let's right. go ahead and look. Let me, let me. I wasn't even ready, but let me put my makeup on real quick and get because <laughs> I need to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. how I want to run the business through Zoom at least, because I don't call. We can you call me so we can set up a Zoom call because I want to feel you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I want you to feel my sure. energy. I want you to be able to tell that I care. And that sure. I'm I'm down. Like this isn't these are this isn't a one-time deal. You don't get insurance one time. Like you reevaluate every couple, reevaluate it every couple of years because you grow, you need to cover more assets. 
You right. have kids, you need to make sure they're covered. You get a bigger house, you need to make sure that's good. You know what I'm saying? Your business is valued at more. You need to make sure because you just never want to go into your operational cost. You want to keep running as a system. And then you just take this extra money and, and, and use it for your benefit. You know what I'm saying? To scale up. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta yeah. work the system. Um, but then my last thought. <laughs> Tanisha's gonna pick up the phone, y'all. Go ahead. Last thought, final thought. Let's last go. thought. Call me. Um dang, last thought. How I end? How do I end? I just want to hear with the mic drop. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, take the time to sit back and tap into your why. Cause you know it, it got to be something that motivates you every time, every morning you get up, crack of dawn. Something that just keeps you hungry. Something that keeps you like, I gotta keep growing. I gotta know more. I gotta learn more. I want to be great. Like, what is your why? You know what I'm saying? And um, and 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 reevaluate that and 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 write out your plans and make them plain. Um, because you know, there's always more. No doubt, no doubt. Tanisha Reed. The Legacy Builder, Truckers Insured for Life. Thank you so much for joining us on Truck and Hustle today. We appreciate your energy, your light. You. Everybody, make sure you tap in with her. She is going to get you insured. You know, life insurance is not something everybody wants to talk about, but hey, it's something that we all need to have. It's very, very important, y'all. That's why I wanted to do this show. Make sure you have life insurance. Do not uh, be that person, you know, wishing they had it when, you know, you need it. It's, it's very, very serious. So make sure you tap in. Tanisha, thank you so much. Appreciate you. you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.